Hello, Muppet fans, and welcome to this bonus podcast episode with ToughPix.com. I'm your host, Joe Hennis. Today, we're talking with producer, writer, animator, and the voice of Baby Kermit himself. He's one of the biggest Muppet fans in Hollywood and one of the driving creative forces behind the current Muppet Baby show. It's Matt Danner. Hey, Matt. Yay! Hey, everybody. Hey, you, you get a lot of mileage out of that baby Kermit. Yay. Don't you? Oh I, yeah. Everyone loves it, man. It's so funny. It's uh, you know, my kid goes to preschool uh, now. So like, and they all know like I'm baby Kermit. So I get, I get asked a lot of questions about it. The kids don't quite get yet how, how I, how I could, it's more like I'm his friend, but uh, the parents I'll, uh, I'll uh, find it very amusing when I come up. That's and I go, I'm here to pick up uh, Leona for school today. And he goes, Oh, you. And that's kind of <laughs> Uh, do, do the parents think that you're you were the baby Kermit from the previous Muppet Babies show, or did they, have they kind of figured out? It, it that hasn't really come up. Um, I think I I don't I don't think so. But you know, it has it. They haven't talked about. It. They just go, oh yeah, I used to love that show, and you know, now my kids love this one, and I love watching it. Oh, with them. And, Yeah, I love it. Well, the reason that you and I are talking today, besides the fact that you're a huge Muppet fan, we do podcasts about Muppets all the time. That's the obvious reason already. Uh, yeah. The Muppet Baby series that's been going on for the last few years is sadly coming to an end. That's true. Yeah. I mean, sadly and happily, like it's, it's a, you know, this is, this is on purpose. We wanted to, we wanted to sort of uh, get here at the end of the day. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I have a lot of questions about the end of the series, which we will get to, but we have to start at the beginning. We have to start at where the current Muppet Babies came from. Um, how was? How did you get involved with the show? Uh, was it something that you had always wanted to do before before production actually started? Um, what's your history with uh, with uh, Muppet Babies? Uh, well, it was actually with Muppet Studio. Um, I was uh, doing some uh, development uh, and a series for. It was pretty much for Disney Plus, but it was sort of before Disney Plus was Disney Plus. You know, it was it was um, it was called Advanced Media, but we were uh, uh, working out of uh, interactive and um, publishing and, and consumer products, and so we were always looking to see if we could find projects that you know uh, that uh, you know worked in those areas, especially that you know because our whole kind of thing was we weren't doing TV or movies; we were doing more streaming or interactive or VR or, or books. Um, and, and then Muppet studio just showed up on our doorstep one day and they're like, Hey, we're part of the gang now. And, uh, and, um, they started development on the ABC series. Mm -hmm. Uh, but meanwhile, you know, our team had the question, we were like, Hey, what's up with Muppet babies? And they went nothing. Why? And so our thought was, well, why don't we develop it into a preschool show to sort of reintroduce it to the new generation of kids that didn't grow up with, you know, uh, uh, classic, uh, Muppet Show or or, or uh, Muppet Babies or you know even even some of the movies like because you know the movies uh, there are kids that uh, are watching Muppet Babies now that weren't even born for Muppets Must Want It you know so there's always sure, yeah. uh, you know the preschool space is a is a continually there's always a new a new bunch of kids in there so our our thought was well let's you know let's introduce Kermit to the kids like when I was introduced to Kermit because I was introduced to Kermit through preschool you know um and that was sort of the, the goal and then we we just put a test together and everyone loved it and then disney jr said they wanted to put it on and we did <laughs> love that tell me yeah. more about the test that's something i'm always kind of curious about like so what what is it that you created that you got to show to uh, the disney folks to make them go yes we want to spend money on that 
we wanted to we wanted to bridge the animation and puppet worlds more like because you know mm -hmm. if you look at like you know classic muppet babies it was a 2d show they did like they did a lot of the live action um you know uh uh play clips and stuff that they put the characters into uh but um you know it was very different and and even even kermit's like shade of green and classic muppet babies is almost like forest green whereas like you know actual kermit's more like a, almost a almost a line you know what i mean yeah. Um, or, or a chartreuse, if you will. <laughs> um, and uh, uh, chartreuse, that's a good fun to say in the Kermit voice. Um, but uh, so our, our idea was, hey, let's see, let's see how close we can get to, to bridging the two. So that was really what the test was about. We worked with, um, you know, the Muppet Studio and the puppet makers to actually create CG models that, you know, we could animate and treat like animated characters, but that really almost felt like one to one to the, to the puppets. Um, you know, even just the texture and the feathers and everything about that the fur, even even Gonzo's shirt, you know, is is a, is a is a pepper pattern from one of his outfits that he was wearing, I think, very recently when um, recently while we were developing the show. Um, sure, yeah. And uh, and that was really the test. And so we literally had, you know, Kermit bounce in like a puppet, start talking and then just to see if we could sell the puppet aspect of it. And then we pulled the camera wide and he had feet and then he was running around and then they ended up blasting off with rocket feed and and uh yeah the 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 crowd went nuts i gotta tell you we, when we presented it we got a standing ovation it was great i love that and that's something i i like say i really appreciate about the designs of these characters you didn't just try to update the old muppet babies even though there are definitely elements from the old show uh yeah. but they do feel like if you were to create a muppet baby show based on what we know about the muppet brand today mm -hmm. You know, and Kermit kind of looks like he has that fleecy look to him, and you can really see the fur and the feathers and the fabrics and the, what they're wearing. I think that's really cool. I think that's yeah. that like that was the first thing um, uh, I really noticed when we learned about the show was like this doesn't look like a cartoon. It doesn't look like you know plastic CGI like some yeah. other uh, kids shows. Um, the, those designs really are incredible. Thanks, man. Yeah, and that and and a lot of a lot of work went into it too. I mean, we even had. Uh, we called it Jiggle Tech, but basically it was a um, it was a physics simulator that we built that and, and it's and it's not it's not uncommon to do, but the way that we sort of integrated it into the characters, every part of the character had it built in so that the animators didn't have to animate a natural jiggle or like a flop or like animals hair, all that stuff was sort of automated to feel more real like the real puppets. Um, that was that was probably the biggest challenge that we had working with that because early tests were like everything was crazy. We called animal yeah. head because he just had tentacles <laughs> going all over the place. And but eventually we dialed it to a spot where it felt really natural and literally you could just move the character, the CG model, without even animating it, and all the elements would sort of drag with it like like a real puppet. And and once we once we got that, then it clicked. That's cool. And I, 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 there were things that I noticed that must have been deliberate about, like, for example, the way Kermit moves, because we're used to Kermit being this rod hand puppet uh, with very flimsy arms. And the baby Kermit version will come in and his arms are like jello. Yeah. You know, it, it, yeah. like, uh, again, as if it was a baby version of the puppet that we will eventually come to know. Yeah. And that's and that's exactly what we did. Like we we referenced everything, even even how. Um, you know the rigs work with 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 the characters you can you can pivot the the uh the wrist uh joint you know what i mean like pivot and you yeah. can animate the wrist joint and then we could we could have the arm sort of just drag with it you know rather than yeah. having to actually pose it out um and that's what led to feeling more like a puppet but then you had you had fozzy you know who 
uh, uh, had hands, you know, actual hands in the in the in the puppet. So we we did that too. And if you notice, like Fozzie's hands are usually kind of tucked, and we do a lot of stuff with his fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we did a lot of. <laughs> there was a lot of research. And it was fun research. We wanted to do it, but a lot of research, and that even went into the animation of how we even moved the characters. Um, even just Kermit's lip sync, you know, like we we pushed their lip sync a little bit more than than a puppet could because you know that that was sort of the point too. We wanted to sort of bridge it. Um, but we, but we literally did, uh, you know, uh, train animators to animate him first, like a hand puppet, like mm, you're doing yeah. with your hand. So I would do these handouts with the team and I would just either pull out a puppet or I would like just use my hand and I would act out the scenes for the animators like a puppeteer would. And then they then took that and then integrated it. Which is yeah, that's that's great. I love that stuff. You, you mentioned uh, doing research for this show. Uh, I'm curious what kind of stuff you watched. I have to assume you watched a lot of Muppet Show, Muppet Movies. Yeah. Did you go back and watch like all of the original Muppet Babies or were you kind of like, yeah, we don't want yeah. to copy what they're doing? Well, we had like, you know, that's the thing. Like we 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 had the, the library. So, you know, because it's, you know, you can't really find Muppet, old Muppet Babies nowadays, but, you know, we had them because they were archived, you know, um, yeah. and so we were able to watch them all. And we wa- we watched a bunch of them just to sort of see the, the you know, the overall um, kind of how they handled the stories, you know, like going in and out of an- uh, imagination. Um, sure. But but honestly, like we we drew we drew a lot more from things like Muppet Show and Muppet movie and Muppet caper, which is Muppet caper is probably my favorite Muppet movie. Um, just great for, choice. Joke for joke count on yeah. it. Um, yep. <laughs> and, uh, and so that, that, and so we just, you know, we referenced everything, even like, even actually like, you know, our starting point for this whole thing was the, the Muppet baby sequence in Muppet Take Manhattan, where they actually had the characters. That was our starting yeah. point. Like we, the yeah. original, uh, nursery we built, um, was the original one from the movie. Oh, cool. Uh, and it was like, it was one for one. It was crazy. Uh, but it, but unfortunately, it was just like, it felt really dated, you know? It, it felt yeah. like a time capsule. So we were like, we got it. We, you know, we got it. Let's, let's pull the carpet up. Let's, you know, redo the hardwood floors. Let's paint the walls. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, let's a drill a uh, slide into the wall, which is, yeah, is yeah, that a thing that exists in, in real nurseries? I don't know. I mean, it should. <laughs> uh, I mean, it does in play places, but uh, right, yeah, yeah. That, that was that was one of Tom's. Uh, I remember having a meeting with Tom Warburton, and that was one of the first things he's like, "Can we have slides that go from the inside to the outside?" And we were like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" And he's you like, know? "No, I mean here in the writer's office." Can in we? The, yeah, for real. And I was like, "Oh, oh, oh okay, yeah. We'll we'll we'll, we'll talk to uh, facilities on that." But uh, uh, but no, um, and you know, part of the part of the point of this. Sh- show too was going outside because you know in the original Mm -hmm. Muppet Babies they were sort of confined to the nursery and um since this was sort of like they're not quite as young as they were in the original we wanted them to be able to go outside and because that's something that was sort of magical about you know the the, watching the Muppet movies for me was like Kermit outside riding a bicycle you know what I mean Kermit and Piggy and Fozzie all walking down you know a street in New York you know it was just it just made it so much more real. And so that was, you know, obviously we weren't going to do too much exploring in the outside world, but we definitely wanted to like get them out of the house. Yeah, absolutely. That, that, and that worked out really well too. Um, <laughs> if only to give you like one more location and there's so much stuff in the backyard and like, it totally makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so I, I want to talk a little bit about some of these, some of these characters, like obviously you knew, I mean, you, it was easy to figure out which characters you were going to be bringing over from the old show. Um, but uh, the first thing in 2018, when this show was announced, that everyone noticed was there's no Rolf, there's no Scooter, there's no Skeeter. 
understandably, you know, it's a big cast already. Um, you did eventually introduce all of them and then you kept adding on more yeah. and more classic, like baby versions of the Muppets. Uh, first of all, I, I'd love to go through all of them. But I don't know if you have time, but did you have any favorites? I mean, I had a secret goal to get Chef into the show. Like that was just, <laughs> I, from day one, I was like, we got, we got to do a baby chef and have mm -hmm. him like with still with the, with, the, with his, with his wild way of talking, but like, you know, pitched up a little bit and, you know, smaller yep. and funnier. And uh, so I was a big fan of that. Sam Eagle getting Sam Eagle into the show was a big win. I think we, he turned out so funny. Yeah. Uh, I was going to say that was probably my favorite. Like the fact that you turned him into this little like geeky introvert was, yeah. that was yeah. chef's kiss, you know? Thank you. Um, and, uh, you know, it, it's bringing Sweetums in. I mean, like, I, I mean, I could, I, I could just go down the list, but, um, yeah, I can say like, you know, I know, I know we started off small, but one of the, one of the reasons was just because, you know, these, you know, when we called them puppets, uh, were so, uh, you know, they were tough to make, you know? And so, and, and, and to have so many characters on screen at once is also a big deal when it comes to animation and, you know, processing power and stuff. So we always knew we wanted that we needed to start with a core cast, but then the the plan was always to add them up at every every time we had an opportunity to. And, and every time we got a new season, that's where if you notice, like <laughs> we went, oh boy, we get to add six more, you know? And uh, yeah. so uh, so that was the goal. But, you know, Sweetums technically counted as two, you know, cause he's so big and he has so many moving parts, like not, and not unlike the real Sweetums, like he's a bigger puppet, you know, with sure, yeah. more complicated. Um, and so, you know, it, it came down to that as well. It's just, you know, economy of producing a show on a schedule and, and, and yeah. trying to get as much as we could in there. Were there characters that you wanted to introduce that you never got around to? I know there was baby versions of a lot of Muppets, like kind of seen in the background as Easter eggs and picture frames. Uh, yeah. but I'm curious, are there any that you were like, well, if we have one more season, we would have gone around to so-and-so. Yeah, I mean, I could just say like, you know, I I, I think we would have loved to do an entire Electric Mayhem, maybe Electric Mayhem. I know we got, yeah. we had, um, we had a, a, a the, the, the real Dr. Teeth in the show. Yes, which I want to talk about as well. But yeah, yeah, which was awesome. But we, uh, you know, we were thinking that that was like his dad, you know, and then we had, we had Dr. Tooth. <laughs> ah, okay, <laughs> okay. Because we had Animal, you know, but, but Animal already was in the Muppet Babies sort of lore he was already separated from the from the band but but we thought we could bring them all in at some point um you know and i mean uh you know all the monsters uh you know uh oh i was always trying to sneak in wayne and wanda you know just for fun. <laughs> like this like two like you know dancers but but i think we did pretty well i mean we even got muppet news yeah. in it, which i was thrilled yeah about. yeah no i love that well and now that you're saying you mentioned about dr teeth being Dr. Teeth's, Dr. Tooth's dad. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, the fact that you did do uh, the newsman, but it's not the same newsman. It's, you know, I think he gave him well, a that, name, which actually, I didn't write that, down. I mean, that, that's the newsman. I mean, that's, it's, it's like Statler and Waldorf or Statler and Waldorf. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah. in, the, in, the, in the same way that like, you know, a lot of the Muppet projects are the Muppets playing characters. Like we just kind of saw it as the Muppets playing babies. Sure. Show I'll, I'll accept that. That's a good, yeah. that's good head, head cannon there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's definitely like I, I kept spotting characters in picture frames and people have been asking me, like, so does that mean they're going to be introducing baby Beauregard, or baby Link in Strange Park? I'm like, I don't think that's what that means. I think it's well, just... no, I mean, it sort of does. I mean, like that was sort of, the, the wall was always our wish list every sure, season. Yeah. Because sort of, that's where we, when we put Sam up, like it was always our wish list of like, here's who we want to bring in 
try to bring in next. And then there were some smaller ones, like we have a little Lou Zealand uh, uh, picture that, you know, he would have been great. That would have uh, been so good. Bobo, yep. we want to bring Bobo and Pepe in. Like Pepe, Pepe, we brought in a bunch, like in various ways, but um, yeah, we just didn't get to the puppet part yet. <laughs> That's all right. Well, we, yeah. we, we will continue to dream. Um, yeah. <laughs> you also brought in a lot of um, original characters. Uh, like there was uh, obviously Summer Penguin, uh, Fozzie's sister, Rozzy, Carlos, the frog. Um, did you have to get any kind of special permission from uh, Muppet Studio uh, to basically add to their canon? Or were you kind of like being left on your own to just do whatever you felt like you need to do for the show? I mean, we discussed everything with them. So, I mean, it wasn't like, it wasn't a show. We didn't we'll try to sneak one through or anything, Fair, but yeah. you know, we would have a, we would have a conversation where we're like, Hey, we would like to add, you know, a, a new frog to the playroom, you know, and, and, and have that be, and it would usually come from the story. Like, you know, because the idea from that episode was that Fozzie just assumed that Carlos liked all the same things Kermit did, you know, and that, and it's, and you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, you know? Right. And yep. so that was an easy, easy uh, starting off point for a great story. And then, but we needed a frog. You know, and so you go back into sort of the Muppet, you know, treasure box and uh, there's tons of them, you know, and so we actually yeah. said, well, let's do one of the blue ones, you know, and uh, but then there's no there's no canon on who plays that particular frog or whether they have a name or anything. So that's that gave us a lot of flexibility. Um, but yeah, Muppet Studios was there every step of the way and they were into it. 100%. That's great. Um, specifically with Carlos, I, I found that interesting that you, you did create a new character, um, when, you know, elsewhere on the series, you wanted a female frog, you brought in Jill, which was such a deep cut. Yeah, the fans yeah. really went nuts for that, but like, you obviously could have brought in Bill or Gill from the same group. You could have brought in Constantine. Um, like you had, you had options, but you made the decision that we're going to start something from scratch. Um, yeah, well, because that... again, both in the same, in the same way that summer penguin is sort of the entry point for anyone who isn't familiar with the show like, like these are new kids, you know, and we wanted yeah. to bring new kids in because that's, you know, even, even for the, even for people who know the show, like it's fun to have something new, right. You know, yeah. uh, as well. Um, but that was, I mean, that's, it, it wasn't too much of a, of a discussion on, you know, whether or not it should be a new character or an old character. It was more just like, what, what fits, you know, what, what makes the most sense and, you know, introducing a new character, uh, you know, in a, in a way, all the characters, are introduced again in a way like like Scooter and Skeeter we sort of reintroduced and um but yeah I mean it 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 was it really just came down to us thinking of something fun and playing around with it and it's sticking and then we just went with it you know yeah terrific I'm curious what your uh thoughts are on the potential that there's a continuity between this Muppet Babies and the original Muppet Babies series um because there's obviously like you know there's references you know yeah. the but also things like you introduced the concept that miss nanny's mom might be nanny from the original series which right. implies that maybe there was another series of baby kermit baby fozzy baby gonzo baby piggy etc yeah. uh or i mean obviously there, there may not be anything to it but have you thought about like the greater <laughs> consequences of yeah. creating that kind of continuity well, here's the thing, like, you know, Muppet Babies, even in its infancy, no pun intended, like as as a as a a segment in Muppets Take Manhattan was an imagination sequence. It it yeah. wasn't real. It was imagine if we knew each other as children. And if you look at how the Muppets operate, like, you know, 
Gonzo's not Charles Dickens, but he was for this movie. Does sure. that mean like he's like that like that messes up his timeline? Like even even Muppets from Space isn't canon. You know, it's right. it's but if that's the that's the closest to all the characters living in a house together, like being sort of themselves and not playing other characters. But um, you know, we always chalked it up to this is the Muppets doing another show. And they're they're playing the parts and they're 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 referencing, you know, hey, look, this worked last time, let's do it again. And you know, almost as if you know they were they were making the show themselves. Um, that's that's as that's as close to like canon as I could probably put it as the Muppets <laughs> are performers that put on shows, you know, and this is one of the right, shows yeah. that we're putting on. I know. Um, so, Asking about Muppet continuity, Muppet canon is is dangerous. There's yeah, exactly. there's nothing. There's no real answer, and we understand <laughs> that. But it is it, fun to think. There about. is it, there is if you look at Kermit as a performer, and he's performing in this show, and then in this show, and then in this movie, and in this movie, he's the same guy, but like he plays these roles, even though he's himself in. I mean, look, think about it. There's just between Muppet movie and 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 Great Muppet Caper, like Muppet yeah. movie. This was an origin story of how they started the Muppet Show uh sort of it's how they got to hollywood you know uh and but then muppet caper kermit and fozzie are twin brothers well right i mean both of those movies to be fair uh they are they have the premise that the muppets within the movie are making a movie you know the movie they're in the theater great muppet caper they're breaking the fourth wall all over the place um and then the question becomes like okay so is like Muppets Take Manhattan real because they don't reference that it's a movie or the like 2011, 2015 Muppet movies? What about those? What about like the 2015 TV series? Like, are we considering that to be quote unquote real? And then you just go down this pit and then you get a migraine and you gotta lie down for yeah. a while. <laughs> <laughs> it's all a dream, man. It's all a dream. It is. I mean, it is. Um, and I mean, that's the other thing is like, so are we considering the fact that if the original Muppet Baby series takes place while Miss Piggy is taking a nap uh, yeah. in the handsome cab in Muppet Sigma uh-huh. Manhattan. Does this series also take place during that same nap? Is she just having like this extended dream <laughs> that we're getting, where we get to like peek in on? See, I almost thought about it as this, like, and this is like super meta here. Like, like that happened. She had the dream. She told Kermit about it. And then after they finished making Muppet Sigma Manhattan, the movie, when yeah. they were wrapped and, you know, they go back to their, their houses and stuff. And Kermit might've said, you know what? I mean, you know, that was a pretty good idea. Let's look into that and then develop the show. Oh, <laughs> then see, that actually bit. makes a lot more sense to me. You oh, know? I like that. So Kermit was a producer on an animated yeah. series about himself as a, as a baby. Yeah. I mean, even in the latest, the latest uh, uh, series, um, you know, the ABC show, they, they, uh, he was a producer on the show. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, He's, and he's a producer on the Muppet Show, so it makes sense. He's, you know, he, he gets the gang together. He puts on, you know, he, he, they have a common goal, and they they do it. Mayhem yeah. ensues. That um, also explains why he they didn't voice their own characters. It's like we'll just get someone else to do it. You know, that's well, yeah, why. That's why busy. it's not busy me. making movies. Yeah, right? Frank Welker's available. We'll get him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Wow. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna be thinking about that one for a couple of days. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that was how we. That's how we explained it to ourselves. This isn't. This, <laughs> this is not Muppet canon, but it it helps if you think about it. Because you know, if you just treat them like they're real people, it works. <laughs> I mean, you have to because, like, even though you're doing, you know, new versions or baby versions of these characters, um, like they still have to exist in in a world, and it's almost yeah. easier to find a way to fit it into the world that already exists than to like write a whole new rule book. Of, exactly. you know like what are what's what's continuity what's what do they know what do they not know you know when when baby chef you know shows up at their doorstep 
you know, are they gonna like, do we already have a relationship with him or is it like some new guy that we can't understand? And Hey, maybe when we grow up, <laughs> you can come hang out with us in the theater. Yeah. Or, you know, I mean, well, you know, Kermit was, Kermit was busy doing mass singer and he was like, well, he didn't get into the writer's room that day. And uh, they, they, they made a different creative choice. I mean, who knows? You right. Can, you can, you can, there, it can be layered, you know, if you want. Yes. <laughs> Um, I, I also like the idea that you guys are getting something over on Kermit. <laughs> like, like when Kermit yeah. was busy, we, you know, we snuck in. We went in and snuck know, in some Muppets. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> he'll be fine with um, it. He'll be fine. He will be fine with it. Or even if he's not, you know, it worked out in the end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we, we talked earlier about uh, you guys getting the real Dr. Teeth to be on the show and uh, Bill Beretta and the puppet and all that, which is, first of all, incredible that you guys... Uh, managed to do that and second of all um, definitely broke the minds of a lot of Muppet fans <laughs> who were expecting this continuity that we're talking about and now don't know how to put these things together so yep. for that reason I'm very grateful that we're now saying Dr. Teeth's dad Dr. Teeth um, yeah I mean maybe but it, it maybe hasn't yeah been made right yet, so it could be anything. Yeah, don't don't update the Muppet wiki to say yeah. <laughs> Dr. Like, Teeth's dad a babification uh, machine and now look at me <laughs> you know sure um, but you did get to work with actual puppets of the Muppet Babies characters, which was uh, incredible for a series yeah. of Disney Junior uh, uh, interstitials. Um, first of all, what was that like getting to work with the uh, the puppeteers um, working on your characters that you created? It, it was awesome. I mean, I mean, it, and and the amount of um, the amount of admiration and respect that both teams had for each other was great too. Cause you know, I, I remember sitting next to uh, Eric Jacobson who plays Fozzie, adult Fozzie. And he was just talking about how awesome it is. He's like, wow, it's like, I take my daughter to the store and there's Muppet stuff on the shelves and it's stuff from like, you know and it's so wild, it's just happening. And, and, and it, was, it was just really great. Um, just, and, and, and just so nice and fun and warm overall. Um, and yeah, and then actually working with them, like kind of talking about how to play the how to play the Muppet Babies as Muppets, you know, um, it was it was actually interesting because it felt like we were just comparing like Muppet nerd notes, you know, where yeah. it's like <laughs> we we're saying, well, you know, with Kermit, like, you know, we're not doing a baby version like we're not having him go like, oh, I'm a baby. You know, we're not doing like little we're not we're just basically just take we're just trying to do what whatever adult Kermit would do and just just pinch it a little bit and just squeeze yeah. it just a little bit so that he just sounds a little smaller. That's it. And um, and Matt Vogel, you know, who, who puppeteered uh, baby Kermit there was like, you know, he totally got it. And then we played around with some stuff and then, you know, he would play with the puppet and I would do the voice while he was doing it. And then um, it was wild. Um, and then, yeah. And then we just, you know, got to, got to town shooting and we had real kids, you know, which yeah. was like, I, I, at one point I had to kind of stop and go like, I can't believe I'm doing this. Like, this is, this was like the dream that I had as a kid of like being on Sesame street or on the Muppet show or like anything like that, where I, I just wanted to be, be part of this thing. And, and watching the kids react to the puppets as well was just amazing. Like it was just, I, I want to say magical, but I don't want to say magical, but it was magical. <laughs> I, I get it. I get it. It is magical. Yeah. It so so wait, feel. were you, were you throwing your voice live for that stuff or no. was it like the, okay. So well, how, how did that During work? rehearsal, we would talk it out and like, yeah, yeah. and I would say like, here's how, you know, here's how I would probably read it. And then, and then Vogel would do an impression of that. And then, gotcha. and then we would go in and then loop the characters in afterwards. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, where are those puppets now? <laughs> like, if, like use of that one project they're, they're that just in got a... put in the shelf. 
they're in a vault somewhere. Um, no, I think I think they're with we're I think they're with all the puppets. They're they're you know they, mm, sure. they have a very uh, uh, and now I I've seen I've seen a little bit of it like the storage area, but they have like a storage storage area when when things aren't live where the where the Muppets can sort of stay in cryogenic stasis uh, and not get as they as they say uh, crunchy. <laughs> um crunchy is like sort of when the when the when the material starts to degrade a little bit or yeah you know, they, they put they they really take care of them like and then and then if if uh the the need arises to pop the puppet out we you know you make a phone call they uh they send a guy down to the to the uh, to the vault and they, so they they bring him out tell me more about this storage facility i'm only asking for national treasure yeah right so maybe... <laughs> I don't know. I, they had to blindfold me <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but it, there, so there's, you know, because there's the studio where they make all the puppets and everything. But yeah, they have a, they have a, I think it's, it, and it's in New York, um, mm -hmm. you know, where, where they, where they built the original Muppets. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, I think it's on site. <laughs> I mean, great. I mean, I'm glad that they did something with them. I mean, if only to preserve them, because it would be a shame to like build those puppets, use them for this one project, and then never have a reason to bring them out again. And yeah. also so that you guys have a reason to like, revisit your characters now that you know the show is is kind of coming to to a close like it might yeah. have yeah i mean you know some it, sort of second it, life there it's there there's there's there have been conversations nothing concrete good yeah definitely definitely that that we had that in mind good that's good to hear yeah um well we have to talk about the uh uh the fact that you guys were in the news uh a few months ago uh, because of the Gonzarella episode, mm -hmm. uh, where, as I'm sure everyone listening to this knows, uh, Gonzo decides that he wants to dress as a princess, and then it made national news. Um, yeah. So, first of all, uh, when you made that decision that this was a story that you wanted to pursue, um, did you already know, okay, but this is going to blow up the internet? Or did you think, this is just another episode, some people will, will, will notice, some people will care, and we'll move on? No, I mean, you know, we just, <clears throat> we really wanted to do an episode that, you know, uh, promoted, you know, inclusion and, 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 you know, self-esteem and that the fact that like, you know, not, no two people are the same and everyone plays different. And, um, you know, and that was, that was pretty much where it came from. It just came from a place of like, let's do an episode like this that feels that, you know, makes people feel seen. Um, and, and to be honest, I mean, the positive response we got, like, it, it, it warmed my heart. Like, I mean, it was just like, you know, it, it, you know, my Twitter feed for days and days was just flooded with just so many people just feeling so, you know, hurt, I guess. And, and, you know, and, 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 it, and, and feeling good that like, you know, we just brought, even mentioned it, you know, and, um, yeah. and that was really the intention. We just wanted to be inclusive and that's what the Muppets are all about, you know? Yeah. And you nailed it. I mean, I, I, I saw a lot of the same stuff as, as you did, where people really felt seen and yeah. uh, appreciated the diversity that's being introduced to preschoolers. And, uh, you know, also people getting angry at the people who didn't uh, quite accept that in the way it was intended, which is a shame for, for those folks. But, yeah. you know, at least we felt like we were on a, a bit of a united front in that case. Um, that, that's, and, that's, and, what that's what it appeared like to me. And, and again, yeah. like, you know, people, people get angry about what Spider-Man's wearing, you know what I mean? Like, you know, what kind of mask it is. It's like, you know, the, the, the internet's going to get upset about things, you know, uh, regardless, but this was, this was something that we <laughs> felt was important to, to say. And, um, and we really, uh, again, I, I just really appreciate the, the, the positive response that we got. Yeah, me too. I mean, it's always great to see Muppets in the news for us. And to yeah. see it yeah. <laughs> in the news for doing something good, 
is even yeah. better. Um, no scandals, please. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah. And the fan art, the fan art was incredible. People were drawing yeah. pictures of Gonzo. Um, our good friend, Emily Engel, who does uh, these incredible Muppet replicas, made a baby Gonzo replica in the dress. Fantastic. People are so creative. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And she did it for charity. And it was wonderful of her. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, all, all that put together is just to see what Muppet fans can do. It's uh, and it warms my heart. It warms my was, cold that's, heart. And, and that's, and that was, that, that was the point is we, we, we wanted to share the love, you know, and that's what happened. I mean, like so yeah. many people, I mean, like I, I got, I, I kept on getting YouTube videos of people just watching the episode and commenting on it and just like talking about how cool it is that, you know, we're saying it at all, you know, and, and, and that's important and, you know, cause everyone's different and everyone does things their own way and that's okay. It is okay. It's to be yeah. celebrated. And that's what the Muppets are all about. That, exactly. So that's what I mean. Yeah. Like it, it, right. It fit. It fits. It's not like, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's not like we went, hmm, like what, what, you know, what kind of episode can we, it was like, this just comes out of the Muppets and that's what we wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that it was Gonzo of all characters where I, I also want to say like, you guys didn't treat it as if, well, Gonzo's the weird one. So Gonzo would do something that they don't, that like doesn't fit the you know the mold of everyone else and to uh have it be like no gonzo is a free thinker and gonzo exactly. is always questioning who they are and what their place is in the world and um it just it, it it's so natural specifically for the version of baby gonzo that you created so that worked out really well yeah and and you know gonzo's gonzo you know and that's and 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 if you notice even even in other episodes like you know he'll he'll say weird things or do things that that aren't what what uh, what the other characters would would necessarily do but if you notice nobody shames him for it nobody makes him feel bad about himself like they'll react sometimes like oh i didn't ever think about that you know being friends with a potato how interesting yeah. you know and but he's he's gonzo and 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 that's sort of how we always saw him is he is um you know, proud and, and he's committed to being Gonzo and that's okay. You know, and that's yeah. why we like, him, you know, and, and that what you just said too, is uh, another thing that I really appreciate about the show as a whole of how um, the things that make these characters different and unique uh, doesn't uh, create conflict because in the old show, it was Gonzo's doing something weird and, you know, ugh, Gonzo, or Miss Piggy is yeah. being, you know, a little bit too forward, ugh, Miss Piggy, or Fozzie's telling a bad joke, ugh, Fozzie. But instead, it's like, well, yeah, they're really different, and they're doing things that could potentially, you know, cause you to roll your eyes, but instead, they're just like, yes, ending it, and they're rolling with it, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Again, it's, like, it's I mean, there's, more there's joyful. a certain, yeah, and there's, I mean, and you know how, the, you know, it's, it's, it's like, who's on first? There's a certain level of exasperation that comes with the comedy of characters of being themselves and other characters having to react to that, but um, that was something that we went in with 100% from the top where it's like, none of these characters should ever make another character feel bad about themselves, like at all, you know, and there are times when it's by accident, if they don't understand something, um, but that's a story, you know, that's a story yes. point. And then by the end we learn, oh no, like it's okay to do things this way, you know? And if you, if you look at, you know, Potato, like he's like a main cast member now, <laughs> like that was a one-off character. And then suddenly like, he's even in the finale, you know? I love that. I love that. I love it so much. Yeah. Um, and, and actually, I mean, that's something to talk about too. It's like all these little things that you kind of peppered in the series. One of my favorite things is, is the chickens. Uh, I, I love that 
Camilla's a real chicken uh, or yeah. chick, uh, you know. In, yeah, she's in the like, show. she's like, yeah, she's uh, like chickish. Yeah, right. Uh, but then uh, you introduce Priscilla and Beep and mm -hmm. Patch. Is Patch the name of the fourth one? Yes, Patch. Yeah, Patch, Patch. and the bad eggs. Yeah, and like you know, it's like now that there's this little uh, you know Greek chorus of chickens that's just always kind of there because I'm sure you introduce it in one or two episodes, and it's like, eh, screw it, we'll just keep putting them in. You well, know, no, like yeah, and well, and the funny thing is, is like, and then if you notice, as the show goes on, more and more chickens show up. Like we made these cow chickens, you know, when there was like oh, we did so a, good. Like a cattle wrestling episode, and like, um, yeah, and they kept on again. They keep on growing, but like, like similarly with the frogs, like you know, Camilla has a name, and most of the other chickens around her don't, and so we just asked, like, can we create some characters out of these? And Muppet Studio was like, go for it. <laughs> great you know and it was awesome and you know tom uh uh tom uh you know he was really adamant about it especially with beep he's like i want i want a chicken that just sounds like a car horn and <laughs> we went okay <laughs> why not you know yeah muppets right <laughs> yeah exactly I, I'm, I'm, what i'm hoping for next is uh we get to the point with a um uh, a current adult muppet project where they bring in one of the elements that you've introduced in the show like yeah. to have you know, a chicken with, that sounds like a car horn or, you know, like yeah. who is, who has grown up uh, Rosy, you know, like who knows, maybe, maybe she's hysterical because yeah. we never got to a point where, where adult Skeeter uh, made an appearance outside of the, you know, the comic book that came out, you know, 15 right. years ago, um, which is a shame because like that was a great opportunity. That was a great, what a great character she could have been. And, yeah. you know, and still maybe, could. Yeah, still could. You know? You're right. There's still Absolutely. there's still there's still Muppet stuff. <laughs> it's still coming. That's true. You know, we're just <laughs> we were promise? just trying to add to the pile, man. We're like, let's go. Like, here's here's some, you know, and also bring in it, you know, you know, introduce it to a new audience too. So now now that we're getting to sort of the end of the road of this version, mm -hmm. they, there's a whole world for them to explore on Disney Plus. You know, where they can go check out classic Muppet Show. You know, they could check yeah. out a Muppet movie. Uh, Muppet Haunted Mansion just came out, you know, and I watched it with my kid and she knew all the characters already because she watched the show that we made, you know, um, it, it worked out great. Yes. Yeah. So you're, so what you're saying is, uh, your Muppet Babies is a gateway drug to harder Muppets. Uh, it's a gateway experience. I'll put it to you that sure. way. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but, but it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a way to, it's a way to introduce people to the world. And, uh, and if they like it, they can hang around, you know? <laughs> I think there's a lot of people who felt that way about the, the original Muppet Babies. You know, yeah. that was the thing that they grew up with. And they went, wait, there's more? Were there mm -hmm. puppets? Were there, they're doing a variety show? Were they doing movies? You know, now they're lifelong yeah. fans. Um, and, and to that point too, uh, I'm really grateful that, the, uh, that Muppet Babies was uh, popular enough to create so much merchandise because I'm a firm believer that one of the ways that you really foster fandom is by making sure that there's stuff for people to find for them to yeah. stumble on, you know, there's a cool shirt or, or a toy or whatever it is. And, and it kind of enters the culture that way. And for some reason, the Muppet show brand of Muppets have always uh, struggled uh, with getting merchandise onto shelves. Um, I'm sure, you know, like you go to Disneyland and you're like, this is the time, like Muppets are here and mm -hmm. you know, Disney owns them. And like, maybe you'll find a shirt, maybe you'll find a Christmas ornament and that's kind of it. But Muppet babies has been keeping uh the merchandise out there there's oh a, yeah no i mean i got like these guys are in every disney store like <laughs> everywhere yes yeah. so, I mean, and i got them all over the place but uh but <laughs> well, yeah, sure no, you I mean, do 
yeah, yeah, well, yeah, it's just by proxy. Uh, uh, but no, I mean, it really, it, yeah, it, it really worked out that way. And, and again, I mean, you know, and things, things have cycles. So, you know, like I said, we're, 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 you know, heading toward the end of, of this version, but, um, you know, we just feel like it shows that, you know, there's, there's a lot of energy here and, and there's, uh, you know, there's definitely more to come, you know. That's good so. to know. Yeah. Um, so, so let's, let's talk a little bit about the end of the, the thing that we've been avoiding talking about this whole time, but the end <laughs> of Muppet Babies. Yeah. Uh, so at what point did you make the decision that we're going to be ending at the end of, you know, this season or in a year from now or whatever it is? Well, I mean, it, you know, we were, we were in our third season, which was a larger, a larger run, by the way, like, cause we did season one and season two, which were about the same. And then season three was almost like a double order. Right. Um, and you know, it, it, uh, you know, we, we got to a point where, where we told a lot of the stories we wanted to tell. Um, we introduced most of the characters we wanted to introduce. I mean, I could always say like, oh, if only we got it, you know, uh, <laughs> baby crazy Harry in there, uh, you know, it would have been great. But, um, but, you know, we just got to a point where we felt like we sort of did what we set out to do, which was to, you know, introduce kids to this to this world and then bring them to something that then bridges into this uh, Muppet movie and, and, and Muppet, uh, uh, Muppet show and specifically the Muppet show. So, you know, we literally just did an episode of the Muppet show. Like it's start to, it's a half hour. It's start to finish. It's like, as soon as we're in the Muppet show world, we're there. And it's, and we do the whole, all the, we do classic sketches. We do the backstage on stage dynamic. Um, it's we 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 re we referenced how a, a Muppet show uh, would be written and uh, and and wrote it almost exactly the same way. Um, and so that you know, as a kid, you're watching this and you see this, and now you now you you're in that mindset. Suddenly, you can just pop over and watch a classic episode of the Muppet Show, and it makes perfect sense. You know. Um, and that was always the goal. That's always what we set out to do was to sort of bring 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 kids into that world. That's terrific. I love I love the idea of <clears throat> Muppet Babies ending as as a bridge. Um, you know, maybe it's even that like we can't do Muppet Babies anymore because they're not babies anymore. Like they yeah. <laughs> they've grown up just yeah. enough to now the point that they're now doing the Muppet Show. Yeah, it was uh, the next and, logical and step, you know. Absolutely. I mean, unless you want to do like a Muppet Teens, which that's a whole that's a whole nother thing. That's a free idea. You, can you never know. You never know. <laughs> uh, but um, but yeah, to to uh, I don't get yeah, create the bridge for the characters, for the audience. Uh, I mean, I love the fact that you are supporting the, the brand as a whole, as opposed to the show uh, as a whole. I mean, there's there's more to Muppets than Muppet Babies. Um, mm -hmm. And the fact that you're doing this uh, extended homage to the Muppet Show, which I know the folks at Muppets and the puppeteers and and the fans have all been kind of screaming for, like, bring back the Muppet Show. Yeah, and you did it. <laughs> you, yeah, you made one. Well, yeah, <laughs> finally, amazing. someone did it. Yeah, someone had to, right? Right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and that again, that was that. That's what we always wanted to do. I mean, I, believe it or not, like we had had the conversation of because we built the stage uh, in season two. And we're like, can we can we pull off a Muppet show, like just yeah. a Muppet show? But if we if we had done it as a regular episode, a I don't think it would have been as special, and b you know it 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 wouldn't have had the I I feel like it it wouldn't have had the impact that this has because I mean this 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 thing makes me cry every time I watch it. I mean it's 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 a complete love letter to 
the Muppets to the Muppet Show to, you know, all of it. Um, uh, and um, I mean, you'll see it. I mean, we did the 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 theme that Muppet Show theme shot for shot. Um, because we I, wanted to. <laughs> I, I, and I saw that and like, well, first yeah. of all, there's no other you had no option. Like that was the only way to do yeah. it. And it's perfect. I mean, I'm going to spoil a couple of things for people who haven't seen it yet, but like the fact yeah. that you have Miss Nanny and Mr. Nanny in the arches, but you still can't see their faces is yeah. terrific. <laughs> and then like when you pan back and you have like all the arches across and you see all the characters that you've you've introduced or brought in yeah. from uh, throughout the series, including like robots and chickens and potato has its own arch. Like it's yep. incredible. There's one uh, Muppet in there that wasn't in the show. That's all. Oh, I'm really? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to pause. All right. Well, that's an Easter egg for everybody. Yeah. That's, go go find that. Go watch it. Yeah. That's terrific. That uh, was our studio mascot. Ah, okay. Show. Little Easter egg just for you. Little, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was an, partially an Easter egg for the crew, but, but uh -huh. for, but it's, uh, so yeah, it was, it was, this one was for us, but, um, but you'll, you'll see, you'll see. It's really funny. That's cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely look for and, that. And, and then I, I, I'll happy. I'm happy to do a follow up to tell you the story behind the. Behind the okay, <laughs> deal. Um, do you uh, do you have any plans to kind of revisit these characters, or do you feel like you're just kind of putting a bow on it? And you know, maybe if we're feeling nostalgia in a few years, we'll think about it. But uh, well, do, I mean, I'm, I'm absolutely open to it. But um, you know, for now, this this project is you know, come to its completion. I mean, it's not like, you know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't unceremoniously canceled or anything. Like we, we, we got to the road, you know, the end of the road and we're like, you know, we're, we're here now. Um, yeah. Which again was always sort of the goal. I mean, it was always the goal to, to sort of get to a point where we could now go, all right, kids, now go check out other Muppet stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, so we're there. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm open to it. Um, you know, I'm doing some other projects with, uh, with Disney, uh, uh, you know, that I can't really talk about, but uh, I was just going to ask, can you talk about it? <laughs> uh, uh, no, I can't. But uh, all right, hopefully soon. Hopefully soon there'll be some announcements. But yeah, I'm still I'm still kicking around over there and doing some stuff. Good. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think I mean I'm wide open to doing more Muppet stuff. Should should the opportunity arise? But again, it it, it what I love about how this happened is that it happened organically. It yeah. didn't. It wasn't us going. You know, hey, we got to do this. You know, because we have to do this. It was like it it all sort of happened on its own, like not on its own, but like, you know, like suddenly, oh my gosh, our next door neighbors are Muppet Studio and we're a development team and we, you know, Disney wants us to develop stuff. And so we started asking them questions and we got, we got a little, a little project to play with and, you know, here we are. And it, and it all happened, you know, extremely organically and, and, and the amount of support we got was just amazing. And I mean, it was a great experience. Like I'm real, like, you know, I'm sad. It, I'm again, I'm sad it's over. But I'm also happy how it ended. I'm happy how it went. Like, this is always going to be a very fond memory for me. And, and it changed my life, you know? Like, I, I never would have thought, like, hey, I'd come out of this with an Emmy. You know what I mean? Like, that's nuts. Like, for doing a voice, too, you know? Because, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a director. I'm a writer-director. Like, I make <laughs> right. cartoons. And, like, you know, I mean, I've always done voices. But being able to, like, step in those shoes and do it and then be recognized for it is just magical, you know? And... I think I mean I, I hope there's more more awards in the future. Like we've we've got we've gotten a few and we've gotten lots of nominations and Rupert some Annie's this year, the animation awards. Nice for uh, Gonzarella. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, it's all very positive, man. Like I, I I dig it. It's 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 great. It gives me the warm fuzzies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Does it feel um, weird uh, knowing that you're as far as I know you're the only uh, performer who's won an Emmy for performing Kermit? Is that true? 
I think so. I, I don't mean, think Jim, Jim Henson must have won, won some Emmys, right? Like he definitely won a lot of Emmys. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, but, but maybe uh, not for performing. I don't know Kermit. if he's ever won one for performing. Oh boy. Or or, yeah. or Matt Vogel for that matter. <laughs> well, I mean, you never know. You never know. No. Well, I mean, don't let it go to your head. <laughs> no, I, I believe me, I won't. Every day I look at that thing and I'm like, some someone's gonna come here and take it. They're gonna say like, we made a mistake. <laughs> Give us that back. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll replace it with a chocolate one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, well, so, uh, Matt, first of all, thank you so much for joining me for this chat. Um, Thank you. Yeah. This is fun. Grateful that we got to revisit Muppet Babies, talk about, you know, the fact that it's ending. Um, I hope everyone out there is going to check out the finale, uh, as well as like going on to Disney plus and watching a whole bunch of old episodes because they're always there. They're going to be there forever. Yep. And so will Um, these, you know, these will be there forever. That's true. Um, well, where can people, uh, find you so that when they want to find out what you're working on next, uh, they will be able uh, to get that news. Twitter's the best. It's, I, it's just at Maddie Danner, Maddie with a Y. Um, that's, that's sort of where I, you know, see what's going on in the world more or less and, uh, you know, and tweet jokes and promote things and, you know, have, 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 uh, relationships with other fine individuals such as yourself. Oh, thank um, you so much. Yes. Yeah. No, glad I to, love glad it, to like know it. you on the socials. <laughs> There's a community. It's really nice. I like it. Um, and it again, is, yeah. too, there too. Everyone's so supportive and friendly. Like, you know, I, I, I've, I've received a lot of, a lot of love um, on that space as well. And again, I, I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. So, and that's another thing. It's like, I, I hope, I hope that this shows the community how much I appreciate it and how much we appreciate them. Cause literally we're doing, we did this episode for everyone. Like it's, it's especially Muppet fans. Like there's, I'm telling you, you're, you're going to watch it and you're going to go, Oh, like this, it's the Muppet show. Like it's the Muppet show. Fantastic. (laughs) um, Yeah. I, it's, I I think everyone's going to really dig it. Great. Well, thank you for that. Thank you for the homage. Thank you for creating such a terrific show. Thank you for being a wonderful Muppet uh, baby yourself. (laughs) Well, thank you very much. I'll get cut up here. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Yay! Thank you, baby Kermit and Matt Danner. Thank you. And for one last time, go bye-bye. Go bye-bye. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's the original one, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do it. <laughs>